0: Going on, everybody. This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand spanking new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number thirty-seven point two. Took a week off. Uh, Ken is back from Las Vegas, Sin City, and uh, you did not eat a heart attack burger. I am so sad.
1: I. Uh, you are not the only sad one.
0: Mm. Just uh, didn't have the time, did you?
1: Well, what happened was, you know, I was there, and my flight was originally supposed to leave at like eleven thirty Friday night, and then I switched my flight to six a.m. So didn't have time to go. Mm. Unfortunate,
2: but I feel like I'm eating a heart attack burger every other week.
1: <laughs> Some damn good stuff.
0: Where you What kind of burgers are you eating, Matt?
2: Oh, whatever. you know, Explore in the South still. See what Memphis has to offer.
0: The South is known for its food.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Lots and lots of fried chicken.
0: That's
2: yeah, true. And lots of barbecue.
0: What kind of barbecue do they have in, in Tennessee? Do they have the sweet kind or do they have the uh, vinegar-based?
2: Uh, a little bit of everything, but, but the, the Memphis style is the dry rub. Okay. On ribs, which has been pretty good. I usually get it with sauce on the side, thinking that I'm not going to like a dry rib, but it's usually good enough that I don't have to add it. Hmm.
0: Cool. Well, um, with uh, introductions out of the way, we all know that uh, Ken and Matt is here, and we are finishing up uh, our discussion and our playthrough of Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Uh, we left off with uh, Raiden getting captured uh, by from what we thought was a turncoat Solid Snake, uh, with the help of uh, the cyborg ninja, who was revealed to be Olga Golukovich And uh, we wake up strapped to a chair. Or not the uh, first time. Yeah, not the first time. It's, this isn't. It's not really a chair. It's like a. A holding plate. <laughs> I don't know how you'd even say it. It's a torture bed. A torture bed. And, um, in front of us is a uh, solidus snake as well as, um, revolver ocelot. And Olga is there as well. And, uh, they're, they're talking about what we're going to do with Ryden, you know, and, uh, so should we just kill him? You know, we, he, he's, He's working with the Patriots, and uh, Solidus says, no, no, I know who this guy is, but he doesn't seem to remember me. So it's revealed uh, through Solidus that he is, or used to be, a child soldier that was under the command of Solidus Snake uh when he was a I guess seven years old, somewhere around seven or eight. Um back in the late eighties. During the is it the Liberian Civil
1: War? Sounds right.
0: Either Liberian or Libyan.
1: Librarian Civil War?
0: That's that'll work.
1: I mean that that fits Metal Gear, right? Sure.
0: That's probably the code name for it.
1: Yeah just throwing books at each other and shit.
0: (laughs) But uh, the... And that's when I started getting kind of confused with the timeline. Because uh, I I did a little bit of research after seeing this cutscene and just looked up, straight up looked up, when was Solid Snake born? And he was born in 1972, which I got that messed up in the last episode. I said 78. He was born in
1: 1972. So when does... Metal Gear Solid 3 take place?
0: 1964. Okay. I believe. But, um... You originally said that um, Solidus was probably created later, after Liquid and Solid was made? That was incorrect. That was incorrect. Um, They were created all at the same time.
1: All in Les Enfants Terribles.
0: Yes. Uh, it took place in nineteen seven nineteen seventy two, and Solidus was in control of a army, uh, particularly of child soldiers. One of those child soldiers was uh, Jack, the uh, Ripper. Jack they called him Jack the Ripper because he was known just to kill people. He was a an exceptional exceptional killer uh, at a very young age, and um. That's when I started looking up the timeline. Because if this took place, let's say in 1989, and George Sears was born in 1972, he was a mid-teenager when he was commanding an army.
1: He was he was bred for war. I guess so. At I mean, this- you're 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 okay. You're digging really too hard into this stuff.
0: I'm I'm digging too hard, but the fact is, is that the game tries to take it seriously.
1: Really, does it? I mean, <laughs> in in some tone, it does. But come on, let's let's be honest here. Let's let's get down to brass tacks. The game tells you to hit the back button. Okay.
0: I'm just saying.
1: It also has a a guy who floats on water and drinks blood. So
0: but and then that's the other thing I, I still don't get is why is George Sears so much he looks a lot older compared to the Solid Snake, yet they're twins.
1: Yeah, but clones aren't perfect.
0: So you're saying that George Sears probably aged faster?
1: He was he was the more copy of Big Boss. You had Liquid, who was the softer one, Solid, who was the harder one, and he was the middle ground.
0: And uh, after the whole um, reveal, obviously, uh, Ocelot mentions even, he says, you're a spitting image of uh, Big Boss. I wonder why. After he lost his eye, he got that eye patch.
1: They all get eye patches. They do. Even Except when, for Liquid, because, you know, he's... He's dead. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah,
0: we'll go with that. Um, so, uh, after that cutscene, Olga comes up to us. She's like, well, you're being monitored by camera. Um, But I need to tell you, they have my child. And uh, I'm helping you escape, because... If you fail, the Patriots are going to kill my daughter. So, which I don't think is revealed as her daughter because I remember I, I beat this game yesterday, and they they kept referring to her as uh, he. I guess they didn't know. That's weird because she 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 Olga says that they send a picture of her child like uh, every year, just to say she's still alive. But then everybody refers to the child as a he, even though she's seen pictures of it and it's obviously a girl. Well
2: it's not always so obvious.
1: Yeah. It, it, I mean, what about that picture they showed of Jack the Ripper? Could you really tell <laughs> that there was a boy or a girl? That's okay. true.
0: That's very true. So um it's all it all depends on the success of riding. Great. So she uh, releases us, and uh, we are without equipment. We are completely naked. And uh, so begins some of the most ridiculous stuff you'll ever see in a video game
1: the junk running.
0: Yeah. Ryden has to cover his junk so he cannot grab anybody and he cannot hang from uh, ledges.
1: See, I don't I don't buy that he is as much like a badass, because if you've ever played the second Kane and Lynch game, they go running through the city streets. Oh, bunk- God, naked. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've played that. And got cuts all over them. Yeah, so. Somebody's somebody been cutting them with a box cutter. They got cuts all over them. They're bleeding all over the place. They're
1: completely fucking naked and
0: killing motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, so, you know, step it up, Ryden. At
0: the same time, they're watching through CCTV cameras, and it's blurted out. You know what? Say what you will about that game; it was unique. Kane Lynch Two was very unique. Kane Lynch One, not so much.
1: Yeah, I liked Kane and Lynch One, but I like because of the mission structure.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, Two was just weird. It was what it it, it is what it is, but whatever. That's for another time. So. He has to cover his junk. He's constantly got his hands over his junk. Uh And we have to find our equipment. Solid Snake has our equipment, so we had to make it to him. Uh So from where we just started this episode, from this cutscene to the end of the game, is about two hours. 30 to 45 minutes of that is gameplay. The rest of it is complete cutscenes.
1: It's Metal Gear.
0: Yeah. And this is going to be... Predominant throughout the rest of the series. So. Yeah,
1: Metal Metal Gear Solid Four is about sixteen hours to complete, and ten of it is cutscenes.
2: Yeah, love it or hate it, that's what you're signing up for. Yeah. Yep. I'm.
0: That's not an exaggeration. That I, I like. Just brace yourselves. I know Jamie has never played these games before. Brace yourself. The end of Metal Gear Solid Four. The final cutscene.
1: Make yourself a sandwich.
0: Yes. It is an hour and a half long. It is a movie long. I'm not kidding. Nope. I fell asleep (laughs) during it.
1: Your controller will turn off if you do not move the buttons.
0: Yes. I fell asleep during the ending of Metal Gear Solid Four. Not because it was boring, just because I was it was like fucking one o'clock in the morning when I beat it and I was like I was tired and like you know, it was long, fucking drawn out. But I did eventually see the ending. So <clears throat> I only beat that game once.
1: Yeah, so I've I've beat it twice, but that's my least beaten Metal Gear outside of uh, Peace Walker.
0: Peace Walker, I never beat Peace
1: Walker. <laughs> yeah, I, that's my shame.
0: I've uh I've beat probably three twice, and I would say. This time around, would make probably f- four or five times I've beaten two. So, I'm pretty well versed in 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 the ins and outs of Metal Gear Solid Two, for the most part. Um, trying to wrap my head around what's coming up next
1: mm.
0: is what um is what gets to me. So while we're sneaking around covering our junk trying to avoid enemy soldiers. We are inside arsenal gear. This gigantic base weapon that also serves as a a, a network hub. And we're getting calls from Colonel Campbell, as well as Rose. And there's something a little off about them. And by a little off, I mean, what the fuck? He's talking in Japanese. He is telling yeah. us to uh, infiltrate Outer Heaven. And it's showing clips of Metal Gear 1. Metal Gear 1, like the NES game. Uh, he's talking about he's needing scissors. 61. 61. Uh, I with think the- his
1: his conversation about the worm is my favorite thing.
0: Yeah, there's something in slap, slap jaw space. It's it's weird. For for some reason, this is this is how dumb it is because it came out while I was still in high school, right? And I had only played that game once, and I remember him saying that weird ass line about about the worm or whatever, and I got it mixed up. I thought I could have swore he said when the purple starfish spreads its wings. That
1: sounds sturdy.
0: It does, and it sounds. It, it, it's like I heard it's amazing when the purple starfish spreads its wings. I need scissors sixty one, you know, shit like that. That's what I thought he said. And so when I, this is how dumb I am is like after I played that game, and uh, our teacher wanted us to make a term paper. I titled it "When the Purple Starfish Spreads Its Wings," so I completely messed up the title and made it dumb. And then Did my you
2: teacher get to see me after class.
0: No, actually, she. It, it was. It had nothing to do. The title had nothing to do with what the term paper actually was. She. She's like, why did you call it that? I was like, hey, you wouldn't understand.
1: You. You wouldn't understand, man.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about it. I just thought it was funny. So he's he's going nuts. At the same time, uh, it is getting revealed to us very slowly, what's really going on. Uh, particularly, uh, Otacon, tells us about this stuff, and it all has to do with what we've what we've been saying from the beginning. Has to do with nano machines. So the Patriots have their clutches, their evil clutches, in the hands of. Uh, Computers, technology, the internet, stuff like that. And they're trying to further it using GW and Arsenal gear. But they already control a lot of it. And like we said before, nanomachines are things that are injected into a human person and control many different things. I guess, like, biometrics and thought process, everything. And it's revealed through Otacon that the Colonel and possibly Rose don't exist.
1: No, it's never insinuated that they don't exist. It's insinuated that the voices talking to him are not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well that's why I mean that's what I'm getting at is that all this that this his entire mission is probably not even really happening. It's happening, but it's not in the same thought process that he's thinking it is. As in he is basically being controlled by the Patriots. He still has free will to do what he wants, but he's being influenced by uh, basically, through nano machines, through his mind, uh, the Patriots wanted him to come here. We don't know why yet; it's revealed at the end. But the Colonel and Rose talking to us on the radio have all really been in Ryden's head.
2: Well wasn't Rose like half and half?
0: And that's where I'm gonna have to get Ken involved because I don't really know.
1: No. She was she was AI the whole time.
2: Even when she was talking about the anniversary and all that in the beginning.
1: Yep. All pre programmed. Well
0: see they because because the nano machines can 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 read your mind, they would know what Rose would probably say to Ryden.
1: Well, and there's what, even well, there's even the comment that she makes. You know, I was created in exactly the way you wanted me to, the right hair color, the right eyes, all that stuff.
2: But she does really exist, right? They meet. At yes. The, yes. They meet at the end, and if that wasn't her the whole time, wouldn't she have mentioned that?
1: Yep. She she does exist. Um, you obviously learn that deeper in MGS4. Oh, she's she's in MGS four. Yeah, I know.
2: Wait, but she doesn't mention at the end of two anything about the fact that they didn't have any of these conversations. Don't they? I thought they picked up, or I thought they discussed some of the things that they had talked about earlier.
1: Nope. She just she makes it very vague, and it's vague on purpose.
2: Ah, uh, okay.
1: What what she's doing there is a whole other conundrum, but
2: yeah. So.
0: <clears throat> Now we have that big reveal that Ryan is pretty much being used by the Patriots. We don't know why, but uh, we know how he's being told what to do by the Patriots through basically fake Kodak transmissions, all being G- thought up in his head. GW. GW. And the reason why Colonel and Rose are acting crazy is is because of the virus that was uploaded to GW. Uh, come to find out it actually is working pretty well. And uh, it is uh, tearing tearing up GW.
1: Which, which is... That's kind of my issue with that particular piece because they act like it's not a big deal. Who's they? Like they knew the Colonel and Rose. They're like, oh yeah, we we knew we knew this was gonna happen, blah 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 blah. They seem very aware, and I'm like, well, if you were aware, then why are you acting weird?
2: Wait, they were aware after the fact, after the the degradation?
1: Yeah, after the virus kicked in, they were kind of like, yeah, we knew this was gonna happen.
0: Well, they did know it was gonna happen.
1: Yeah, but if they knew, then why didn't they stop the virus?
0: They didn't want to. Eh. This is part of it. Which we're going to get into.
1: Yeah, I know. It just it seems like a whole seems like a hole to me.
0: It's it is it's a total cop out, but at the same time, it represents something. So it. it oh god. So we meet up with Snake, and Snake. Uh,
1: Iroquois.
0: Iroquois Paliskin shows back up.
1: Such a
2: ridiculous name.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, so, and he gives us a sword um that uh Olga gave us um not really much going on there still get some weird transmissions uh we see uh where the where the um the radar should be is a video of a woman if I'm not mistaken that's Hideo Kojima's wife <laughs>
1: You know that more than I do. I, I,
0: I think it is. I think it's like home video of him filming his wife. I could be wrong.
1: That sounds like something he would do.
0: Yeah. Um. It's, it's weird shit. Stuff is completely messed up because of this virus. And so we're... uh And when we meet back up with Snake, we have to go through more of Arsenal gear. Um... While weird shit's happening, you know, we get the, the fish and mailed thing where you think somebody died, but they didn't. You're still fighting. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the final standoff, uh, we kill all the guys there and fortune shows up and, uh, she's, she's still blaming snake for killing her father. And now they they're getting ready to have a big battle. Snake tells Riding to get the hell out of here, uh, go stop Solidus. All right,
1: get out of here. Yeah.
0: So we um climb up the ladder and then we're on top of Arsenal Gear. At least that's what I'm guessing. Sure. Uh, and um.
1: Get another long ass cutscene. Get
0: another long ass cutscene of Solidus and uh, and riding talking. I can't remember what's revealed here.
1: Uh, the
0: S sh- three program.
1: Yeah, he mentions the S three program, which he says stands for the Solid Snake Simulation, which is not what it stands for. But we'll get to that later.
0: Does it? I thought it stood for something else.
1: That's what I said. That Solidus says it stands for the Solid Snake simulation, but it does not.
0: I thought. Well, what what does it stand for?
1: Oh my God! You're going to ask me to say that. I thought that. Uh, I thought
0: it actually stood for the Solid Snake simulation.
1: No, that's what he says it stands for. Um, What's it Sol- actually? For societal sanity. Yeah, that's the one.
0: Okay, so all right. So is he the one that's saying this is all simulation created by the Patriots?
1: Yes, that's because that's what he believes. Because he doesn't know that Ocelot is about to do what he's about to do. Okay. He has no clue who Ocelot is.
0: Yeah. So, after that cutscene, he flies off. We have to fight a whole... This is like one of the bigger boss fights. This This is the Metal Gear fight.
1: Yeah, what was it Snake said in the hallway? He's like, no, there's 25 of them. We can do it. Yeah. I'm like, no, you can't.
0: I've been stocking up on uh, Stinger, Stinger missiles. missiles.
1: Yeah, no.
0: He, he points to his bandana and says, infinite ammo.
1: Yeah, that's a nod. If you don't know what that is, it's a nod to the first game. Yeah. Um, If you beat the game a certain way, you would get infinite ammo with a, with a red bandana, I think it was.
0: Yeah. If you saved Meryl, you got the bandana. If you saved Otacon, you got the uh, stealth camo. Yep. So uh, here, I, th- I thought it was only three Metal Gears that we had to kill, but it's actually five. Yeah. Um, yeah depending
2: on your difficulty, right? Yeah. I guess. You played play it on hard. It's like seven.
0: <laughs> um, Shoot it in the leg. It falls over. Shoot it in the mouth. Rinse, repeat. Uh, I didn't really have a problem with this fight. It was it was like um as long as I kept like leg mouth like different ones and not just st- keep working on the same one, I never had a problem.
2: Yeah, I thought I remember this being harder the first time I played it, but this time I didn't didn't have much trouble with it.
0: Yeah. So after destroying a lot of metal gears, they all kind of flee a little bit. Saw the shows back up along with uh, Fortune. Fortune has captured Solid Snake, has him in handcuffs, no less,
1: which is hilarious because that would never happen.
0: Yeah. Um. But then it's it's uh and in Ocelot's there too. Uh, but the um Snake, I guess, convinced her that he wasn't the one that killed. The father because she kind of already knows this shit
1: yeah he's probably explained it to her
0: yeah and then like th- this is all kind of like a big it's a big reveal but at the same time it's you know it's basically showing us a lot as being i've been behind this whole thing i've screwed everybody over
2: okay. so
0: there's so many there's so many backstabs in this game like, two of them are revealed early on, and then, like, four of them are revealed now?
2: I had a tough time trying to explain. I had a basically a stranger watching me play the part where Snake basically betrays you to get access to to Arsenal gear. Uh-huh. And I was trying to explain, like, no, he's really the good guy, and I was just like, I, I give up. It, not, nothing you're watching right now in, in, in this... 15 minute window is going to make any sense. It doesn't make any sense even if you play the whole game.
1: No matter how many times you play the game.
2: Yeah. But uh yeah, there's certainly a lot of backstabbing.
0: So <clears throat> here um it's revealed by Solidus Snake that this whole thing is just a big game. Uh Solidus did not really want Arsenal gear. In fact, he was going to give it over to Dead Cell after this whole thing was over with. Uh, What he really wanted was the list, the name of the 12 men who are the Patriots.
1: They wanted their locations.
0: Yeah, he wanted their locations so he could know where to find them and kill them. Uh, And this whole thing was set up by the Patriots, uh, starting from the very beginning, starting from... When Snake was on the tanker, the tanker sank. They developed this whole big, big shell thing, created arsenal gear. He knew it was all there to begin with. And he basically chose to do this at this correct time so he could get this information. He doesn't care about anything. All he wants is the Patriots. And uh, this whole thing, he realized was... A, what they call a simulation, uh, called the S3 program, and it was designed specifically to create a so, another Solid Snake. Because so, they thought he was dead. Oh well, yeah, uh, so so what they wanted to do, what the Patriots wanted to do, was basically recreate the Shadow Moses incident. <laughs> So that way, they could have a single soldier go in and do pretty much the same feats that Solid Snake had done. So that way, they could have like an ultimate soldier to use. And everything worked out just the way it, they planned it, except for one thing Solid Snake showed up. Solid Snake showed up and threw this wrench into a whole other sea of wrenches. <laughs> So, when you think about Dead Cell, Dead Cell is a representation of the Foxhound unit with its crazy people.
1: And this is Ocelot explaining all of this stuff. It,
0: is, is Ocelot explaining this, or is Solidus explaining
1: this? No, Solidus, well, it comes to a point where Solidus starts, or Ocelot starts explaining it because Solidus had no clue.
0: Solidus had no clue about what?
1: He had no idea that uh, this was a simulation. That this was set up by the patriot, or not that it was set up by the Patriots, but by the fact that they knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's when Ocelot comes out and says, "Yeah, you don't know shit."
0: Yeah. So <laughs> we got our foxhound unit in the form of Dead Cell. Okay, we got our our Otacon in the form of Emma. Uh, you know, we got all our support people. Colonel Campbell, who is not really there, but he's there. You know, you got Rose, who I guess is kind of like Mei Ling or Naomi at the same time.
1: Yeah, she's kind of the the voice of reason kind of deal.
0: And then you've got the biggest thing, and the thing that's, that 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 ma- makes it seem kind of like a cop out. You have to have something to represent Fox Die. Well, that virus that was spread into GW represents fox die. So you're telling me that an AI planned to kill itself so it could create a solid snake.
1: Well it's no different than like the Batman uh origin story where they tried to recreate Amanda Waller tried to recreate Batman by killing um Oh, who was it? it wasn't Damien, was it? Because Damien was actually his son.
0: Damien was his son in uh, Talia Ghul's. Ra, 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 God, I can't pronounce it.
1: Well, it depends on who you ask. It's either Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they tried to create him. Was it Beyond?
0: Might have been. Was it part of the Beyond series?
1: I think so. Like they tried to recreate Batman. Amanda Waller had his parents killed, blah blah blah. So it's same principle basically. Yeah. They're trying to recreate Snake without creating a clone because you know, they all think Big Boss is gone.
0: Yeah, they're all they're all dead.
1: Yeah, he's gone, all of his stuff's gone.
0: Yeah. Except for Solidus. I mean, they could totally just take his
1: DNA. Yeah, but you can't clone a clone. Then it becomes...
2: Unstable.
1: Yeah, you just can't do that.
2: Also, that's the whole theme of the game, right? Is that, you know, Metal Gear Solid, it's genes, and in this game, it's memes, or nature versus nurture. Yes.
0: The memes come later.
2: It's... Well, I mean, the the whole program being a recreation of Shadow Moses is a is a meme.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they, you're gonna hear a lot of the meme talk if you ever play Metal Gear Rising. Uh, oh my Jesus. god, that's all they talk about in Metal Gear Rising.
1: <laughs> you actually paid attention to it? I,
0: I, I, I did pay attention because I was like, this is crazy. I liked I liked Revengeance a lot.
1: Oh, Revengeance is an awesome game. Yeah,
0: it was it was a pretty good game.
1: <laughs> Just like like you said, don't play it till after you play four, otherwise it makes no sense. Oh
0: yeah yeah don't, yeah don't even like I said, don't even look at the fucking cover of Metal Gear Revengeance because <laughs> yeah. it spoils a lot.
1: <laughs> Ninja Turtle references in that game and everything.
0: Oh yeah, there is. I forgot about that.
2: But it, it, it's it's kind of cool that you could almost boil those games down to you know exploring nature versus exploring nurture. Yeah. You no, know, and is you know is it your genes that determine who you are or is it your experiences?
0: Yeah, your upbringing. A little bit of both, maybe. So, um, this is where the second double cross comes into play. woo I think it's maybe the fourth or fifth one. I can't remember.
1: Just just don't try to keep count. That's yeah. fine.
0: So, after all this is explained, obviously, Solidus is like, oh, Shit. I'm being double crossed by Ocelot. I think we need to take him out. You think
1: uh, at some point after 30 years people would learn to stop trusting Revolver Ocelot?
0: That's true. I mean, he's been he's been screwing people over for years now.
1: You get some more of that in 3.
0: Yeah. So um uh, beforehand I forgot to mention before all this happened, Olga was there and she was going to help out. Uh, unfortunately she didn't make it. Nope, she got killed. She got shot in the head by Solidus. In a very funny manner. Yeah. He used his Doc Ock arm to hold her up and then he spun a P ninety nine machine gun with his finger. <laughs> <laughs> and then shot her in the head once. Uh but she uh before she before she got killed, she told uh a very important thing to uh, Ryden, that it's not about his success with this mission. It's the fact that if he dies, her daughter dies. <gasps> so we gotta. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure, man. You know, a little little three year old's gonna die if you if you die, and you're kind of in a really bad way right now. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Solidus gets pissed off, starts shooting at, uh, starts shooting at everybody. I think, uh, I think originally, um, Fortune starts shooting at him.
1: Yeah, she does.
0: Because he's like, yeah, I killed his dad. What are we going to do about him? What are we going to do about it? Yeah, we're we going to do about him. Goddamn costume. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> She starts shooting at him, and fucking bullets are bouncing off. He pulls out his gun and shoots her directly in the chest.
1: Well, he, he shot her in the heart, but he forgot.
0: Yeah, he forgot. So his Revolver
1: Ocelot doesn't miss.
0: Oh, this is true. Except whenever he's fighting Solid Snake, apparently.
1: Well, well yeah, but it's Solid Snake, so.
0: <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but... Uh, or, or Big Boss, I guess. So um the um he, he shoots her. What the fuck? I thought she couldn't get killed. All bullets bounce off of her. Well that's not true. She's not really supernatural. It's all has to do with those nano machines.
1: Well, no, it's the device.
0: It is the device, but partially. I mean, come on, you might as well just say nanomachines. Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: for once, they actually pointed out that it wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why, because does she have that device on her?
1: Yeah, they planted it on her. That was the point. Well,
0: so there was a device. Uh, it was all controlled by the Patriots. The Patriots said that she couldn't die. But now the Patriots says she can. He shoots her. And she's she's falls over, uh, not dead yet though.
1: Nope.
0: Um, and of course everybody else is trying to shoot at him. Fucking yeah, you know, Solus is there trying to machine gun him. He he's doing backflips into a Metal Gear. He jumps into a Metal Gear Ray and starts unloading on us rockets and 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 these I don't, I don't know what they're called like carpet bombs or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> shooting like. Lasers out of his octopus arms and shit. Uh,
0: and uh, when he unloads the entire thing of of Metal Gear Ray toward us, Fortune stands back up and is able to bounce the the stuff away. Huh. And we get the really dumb line of "She really is Lady Luck."
1: With <laughs> the and the jazz music's playing.
0: Yeah, fucking, I hate this. This is it's so cheesy now. It's Metal Gear
1: Solid. It is,
0: but this is like uber cheese compared to the rest of this game or the
1: rest of this series. You apparently forgot Metal Gear Solid 4.
0: No, I know Metal Gear Solid. Okay? <laughs> I, I I know Drebin and his little monkey in a diaper.
1: It's not even about the monkey in a
0: diaper. What is it about?
1: There's a lot of cheese in the... Come on. The, Johnny? The, the Frog Squad. The Frog Squad, yeah. And the Beauty and the Beasts. I mean, I mean, you could do a photo shoot. And that's true. It's, no, this shit doesn't get better. It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, the ending of Metal Gear Solid 2 is the most convoluted fucking thing you will ever see in your entire life, but... Yeah. And they totally Empire Strikes Back, that motherfucker.
0: So um fortune falls over dead unfortunately she she was killed uh but she did save everybody uh, while this is all going on snake get- snake gets loose and uh he is he's able to chase after uh ocelot but before that happens, there's one final cross one final double cross. And it happens to Ocelot. Somebody double-crosses Ocelot. How could that be possible? There is nobody else left. No, there is somebody else left. Liquid Snake. I thought Liquid Snake was dead. No, he's not. Liquid Snake, through the power of his arm, takes over Ocelot's body and says, It's been me all along. What? Seriously, somebody explain this to me. His arm? (laughs) What the fuck is Liquid's plan here? Somebody explain it to me.
1: Let's see here. Explain Liquid's plan.
0: What is is the real S3? We'll start with that.
1: I don't remember what he said, but... (laughs) I...
0: <laughs> so, S3 really isn't a Solid Snake simulation. What is it?
1: it? It technically is, but it wasn't just designed to recreate Solid Snake.
0: Okay. So, what was it supposed just, to
1: do? It was just designed to create a super soldier.
0: Uh-huh. So... That's it?
1: Well, I mean, you. I'm not going to get into MGS4 right now.
0: Okay. Um,
1: That's where all of this stuff comes I know.
0: At. So Liquid, talking through Ocelot's body, says that he chose Ocelot to be his host.
1: Like he's a parasite.
0: Like he's a parasite. And that well, he, he
1: needs he needs a catalyst because, you know, he's kind of fucking dead.
0: Yeah, but what, he planned this before he died? Yeah. Okay. How did they know? How the fuck did he know that, that, uh, that Ocelot was going to take his arm and graft it to him? Who said he did? <laughs> so I guess his plan might have backfired on his ass whenever he did die and he didn't fucking take his arm.
1: I mean, I guess it's possible. It's so dumb. (laughs) This is so dumb. What did you expect?
0: I, I know that, but I'm just saying, after four or five playthroughs, me being, you know, not 16 anymore, and being an adult man who could kind of make sense of this, I still don't know what the fuck is going on. Liquid is still trying to kill solid
1: snake? Mm, no, he's not trying to kill him. He's kind of like, okay, again, I'm going to go back to the Batman reference. Liquid Snake was always jealous of Solid because he called him his favorite. You know, he you were always Dad's favorite. He said that in the first one. Yeah. Um so he's kind of like it's kind of like the Joker Batman relationship where Liquid wants to beat Solid. Uh-huh. But he doesn't want to kill him. Yeah. He just wants to prove that he's better, that he can do what he does better than S- that Snake does.
0: Okay. All right.
1: I mean, it's, it's... Call it what you will. It's generic sibling rivalry.
0: Okay. So he jumps off of Arsenal gear in Metal Gear Ray. Snake chases after him.
1: Of course, he dives off in slow motion, all fucking dramatic.
0: Yeah. And so it's left riding with Solidus. They're on top of Arsenal Gear. <laughs> Arsenal Gear is on a collision course for New York City. Sure. Um, and it was brought up, actually, by... I. I A person on Twitter who I think is probably listening to this. I'm not too sure. Uh, This came out during a pretty bad time in the United States.
1: Yeah, they changed. There's an extra scene that was removed from the game. Uh,
0: And it's kind of abrupt, too, when you look at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it was was last minute. The game was done. And they pulled it out for that reason.
0: Yeah. So... uh, Arsenal gear, it shows in the cutscene, Arsenal gear going under the George Washington Bridge. It's basically just kind of like skimming on the on the Hudson River. Uh and then all oh, of a sudden Hudson River. Yeah, Hudson River. Uh so and then all of a sudden uh, Solidus and uh Ryden land on a building. They fall and land on a building. We don't know where they fell from. It was obviously from Arsenal. Uh, we don't know exactly where Arsenal is. We 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 see a bunch of buildings knocked down. But that's about it. What they did was they removed the uh, part of the cutscene where Arsenal actually crashes into buildings in New York City.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I thought I just missed that myself. Yeah, makes a lot more sense now that that scene wasn't there for me to miss.
0: Yeah, they, they cut it out because of... Obviously, the terrorist attacks uh, on in nine eleven. So, uh, for for sensitive reasons, he removed that stuff. Yep. So it it did it, it was kind of abrupt just seeing a, a scene of them going through the Hudson River and then all of a sudden, ah, and I'm on a building.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of time to redo it.
0: Yeah. Um, but it is revealed or not really revealed. I mean, uh we have another cutscene with uh Solace saying how ironic we're on top of Federal Hall and it just so happens to be the exact same day that George Washington was uh in I, I guess I, what was he it wasn't it wasn't the day April thirtieth, I guess, was when he took office as the president yes. of the United States. And yes. he did he did it at Federal Hall in New York City. Yes. And um And there's a, I guess there's is a statue of George, is that George Washington,
1: in front of Federal Hall? The statue that they show in the game, yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, there is only one thing left to do. It's time to kill somebody.
1: Have a sword fight on top of a fucking building on Federal Hall.
0: Hall. Uh, Uh, and we do get one final codec. And it's optional. You don't have to choose it if you don't want to. Uh, and it's basically the AI uh, telling Raiden that his mission is to kill Solidus. It, 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 like that, That's what we want you to do. And he's like, well, I have free will to do it. And they go in this whole spiel of, no, you really don't. You guys are just fucking tools of war. And, you know, it's, it, they give examples and shit like that and... It's like, you need to fulfill your destiny. This is what you were meant to do. Sure. And of course, well, you know... (laughs) Unfortunately, Solidus is hell-bent on killing Raiden anyway. So, Uh, And he wants to get that information. Uh, And there is one... uh, Since, you know, Arsenal Gear is kind of fucked... There is one other place that you can get the information... About the location of the Patriots, and it's inside Ryden. Since he is wired up with nano machines, and the nano machines were connected to the arsenal database, because he's been talking to basically the the arsenal AI somewhere in his cerebral cortex in the nanomachines is the information for the patriots
1: i mean at this point did you just say that's a crock of shit i mean at
0: this point i don't at this point i saw a fucking arm take over a person's body so anything's fucking possible So he wants to kill Ryden, take that information out of him, and then use it to find the Patriots. This dude is hell-bent on killing the Patriots. And before we talk about this fight, this is where I, I, like I I mentioned on Twitter, I know Jamie mentioned uh, Solidus. This is where I'm going to get kind of bold. Even though he's doing it in a very bad and wrong way, Solidus Snake is actually the good guy. I mean, he he really is. I mentioned it on the last episode. I'll mention it here.
2: Basically, because he's trying to liberate us from the control of the Patriots, right? Exactly.
0: He's yeah. saying he he's basically saying we are all being fucking brainwashed. I was a puppet one time. Whenever I was the president of the United States, I saw what the Patriots can do, and I don't think we should be a part of it anymore. Now he went to the extremes and said, I'm going to start this terrorist organization and and all this other stuff and, you know, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. He basically became a madman because of it. But in in reality, he had the right idea.
1: See, he'd already played through Metal Gear Solids 1 and 2. Yeah. He'd already lost his mind.
0: (laughs) So... Ryden has to fulfill his destiny and kill Solidus, and we have the final boss fight on Federal Hall. And I have to say, it actually is pretty epic.
1: Yeah, it it's the least epic, I think, of the of the entire series, but it's still pretty epic.
0: Yeah, a fucking sword fight, you know, on top of Federal Hall. He's like shooting rockets out of his. Octopus arms and he's, he's 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 fucking using these rocket boosters to go all around the fucking roof and fire everywhere and stuff.
2: I thought he got some powered up roller skates from the Fat Man.
1: Yeah, no. That's one thing you forgot to mention. They actually knew that Fat Man was insane. Well, that he was also kind of in on it. Like he knew. He knew what the other Dead Cell members did not know.
0: Yeah. He knew the Patriots were really behind all this shit. Yes. Um, and he kind of, much like how Solidus did, he went nuts, and said, let's just burn this whole fucking thing down." Then. So. What's but, yeah.
1: crazy is, see, going into the later games, you've you've got to remember a lot of things, that circle back around to the Patriots. Like,
0: like, or or well, um. Just, just hint at it. What 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 do we need to remember?
1: You need to remember well, see I can't hint at it without explaining it. Okay. Because it just it just doesn't work.
0: Well. Okay. I, that's
2: to, the, I can listen to this before we get to four.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um Who do we when, need to remember at least?
1: Everybody. That's everybody. the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of the problem is there's something that they go through. And if you pay attention throughout the series of who says something and who doesn't, it really lets you in on where a lot of stuff
0: was. Yeah, I know what you're
1: talking about. Yeah. And, and if you like going back through it and playing it again, it's kind of like watching, um, Oh, the book of Eli for the second time. Yeah. And you try to pick out the parts where
0: it wouldn't be possible.
1: Yeah. And you're but, like, oh, okay, I get that now. Like, Well, not just that, but you pick out the parts where it's like, okay, I see him feeling the door on the car uh-huh. to figure out that it's a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. To find the door handle. It's, it's kind of it like
2: that. What? Say it again, Matt. Uh, I just said because you kind of bypass that the first time and don't think about it until you have that later knowledge. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And there, there's a lot of that with the Patriots.
0: Yeah, Not not to spoil the book of Eli. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I didn't
0: know. I, I... No, no, no. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the book of Eli. We're not, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not gonna we're not gonna get you know we're not gonna get into that because that's actually a pretty cool movie.
1: Oh, it's a great fucking movie.
0: Yeah, I like that movie a lot.
1: If you haven't seen it, go watch it right now.
0: Yeah, it's actually really good. Um so yeah. Um Boss Fight. I didn't really have any problem with this. Anybody have any problem with this?
1: No, it's <sighs> Metal Gear is not a hard game unless you're trying not to kill people. Yeah, it's really not. Like yeah. it, even as bad as the controls are, it's not a hard game.
0: Yeah. So we kill Solidus, slashes back up. He bleeds everywhere. He falls off the building, lands right there where the statue of George Washington is. Sure. And he's reaching up to it as he dies. Oh, no. And, uh, Raiden gets down. And I've always found a disconnect with this because supposedly Arsenal Gear, this gigantic fucking thing, just crashed into a shit ton of buildings. And nobody is really paying attention to it. And nobody's paying attention to a guy in a weird fucking suit with a sword strapped to his back.
1: Yeah, that goes back to the, um, the ending, the, the argument over the ending.
0: So what's the argument over the ending?
1: Well, it will get there when you get there.
0: Well, snake shows up.
1: Of course he does.
0: And he says that. Uh, we got that Mo disk, the one that uh, had the virus on it. And I thought, what the hell? I thought, I thought that uh, Ocelot took that away from me. It's like, oh, we didn't give you the same disk.
1: Well, of course not. Nobody's gonna trust Ryden. Yeah. Look at him.
0: Yeah. So um, we're gonna analyze this, retrace it to where it's, it's only designed to destroy the information. So if we can cross-examine that, we can figure out the information for ourselves. He's going to have Otacon analyze it. And he's like, well, I'm going to come with you. He said, no, no, you got things to do. And he says, well, uh, we'll be in touch. And then Rose shows up.
1: Yeah, she's just hanging out.
0: Why is Rose there? I have no idea. It's just one of those things. At this point in the game, Ryden was even questioning if Rose even existed.
1: Well, yeah, but that's because they fucked with his memory. That's why he didn't remember he was Jack the Ripper and all that shit.
0: Yeah. It's like, was this all just a program? But she's there. She knows him. And it's like, this is where we first met. That's why you kept asking me what today is. Today is the day I met you.
2: Yeah, see, that's why I thought she was real at the beginning is because they referenced that – the fact that she was asking him about the day.
1: Yeah. Nope, she was fake the whole time. I just – I just don't get it. I mean, what is there to get? I, mean, I think you're reading into it too much. I mean, I'm
0: reading. I, I might be reading into it too much, but I mean, how fucking convenient is that she's there? If she had absolutely nothing to do with, didn't know where Ryden was the entire time, how did she just
1: show up? The same way that it's convenient in a movie when people just show up when they need to. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to fuck with the plot lines.
2: This does seem pretty extreme, though. I don't think it's digging too deep to. To have a problem with the fact that she shows up out of nowhere.
1: And it's also Kojima fucking with you. That's the other thing. No, that's true. I mean, he he is very known... I mean, just look at the stupid fucking Moby Dick studio shit. <laughs> he does that just to do that. I mean, he he thinks it's clever. And on some levels, it is.
0: Yeah, like how he's gotten David Hayden to go on Twitter and say, I'm not in Metal Gear Solid 5.
1: <laughs> you still believe that he's in it don't I'm, you?
0: I, I'm put, I'll am I'm put money down on it man I'll put <laughs> I'll put fucking money down on it right now
1: Well it'll be interesting to see Especially considering the shit that's going on with that
0: That's true but Yeah I'm telling you David Hayter is in Metal Gear Solid 5
1: I, I, I'm not Going to tell you that you're wrong Drew I don't know I'm just
0: So But yeah so that's we get another philosophical line talking about it's not about just our DNA; it's about our experiences, passing on literature and poetry and and and
1: thoughts, movies. He references everything but video games, which yeah. is kind of funny.
0: Everything, you know, we, we pass it on down. You know, you just that that that's what you need to be remembered by, and the end. And then we get the little cutscene, the the ending cutscene that we get with every one of them. Yep. With like a snake on the phone with with uh, Otacon. Otakon said that he found the uh, the information on the Patriots, and I said we found the locations. They are all in Manhattan. He said, okay. He said, but there's an issue. <laughs> What's that issue? Oh, well, they're all dead.
1: <gasps> oh no.
0: When did that it happen? Shit. Happened about a hundred years ago.
1: OMG And then the game is over.
0: And then the game is over.
1: That's fucked up. That like when that happened, I'm like, fuck you, game. Fuck you. And then, and then the worst thing is they announced MGS three. Oh, it ain't got nothing to do with two.
0: New. It's a prequel.
1: Yeah, you're going to go back to the origins of Big Boss. Like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, so all those cliffhangers you want answers to? Nope.
1: Nope, you ain't getting shit. Yep. You ain't going to get it for a whole nother console generation, suckers.
2: Fuck, yeah.
0: It was a long time.
1: It, you're fucking right. It was a long time.
0: That was, what, 2007 when MGS4 came out?
1: Yeah, I remember waiting on MGS4 to come out. I'm like, I've been waiting fucking a decade to get, almost an to get a fucking answer and this is it and they yeah. better fucking do it they better do it right i'm gonna be pissed
0: that that's one thing i do have to give it to kojima was that there were so many ways he could have fucked this up and in some ways he kind of did in my in my personal opinion
1: no there's there's definitely some broken shit in that series
0: but in metal gear solid 4 almost every question that you had is fucking answered
1: yeah, for the most part. I mean it, they, everything, they,
0: everything fucking comes full circle in Metal Gear Solid Four, and it's crazy how he did it.
1: Yeah, it's it's even the inane shit.
0: Okay, I've had discussions on like what happens in Metal Gear Solid Four with people that have played the, that they're big fans of the series, and we both are talking through our experiences and we're both like, Holy shit, I didn't realize that and they're saying the same thing of stuff that I said. And it's like, all this shit, like, it, it all makes sense, kinda. I mean, and it's it's a, in a dumb Japanese Kojima way.
1: Or a Star Wars way.
0: Or a Star Wars way.
1: Like how they pretty much just fucking fixed all the Band-Aids at the end of Episode 3. Like what? I mean, I like the fucking why the droids didn't remember who the hell, you know, Anakin Skywalker was or Obi-Wan or any of that shit. I mean, they, they essentially just like wrapped it up in 10 minutes. It's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Crazy.
1: Yeah. So what I was referring to earlier about the ending is there's the giant argument of whether or not it was real.
0: Why? And people that, aren't that, paying attention to Ryden?
1: Well, yeah, people aren't looking at Ryden. People are ignoring snake, you know, Rose just shows up. Um, but it was all 100% real. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. No. You can study this shit for years, and you're still not going to get in Kojima's head. And sometimes you just got to go, that's a crazy motherfucker.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I I beat this game again probably in like, God, 2005. It was it was right before uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 came out because I, I did a whole marathon before Metal Gear Solid 4 came out. Uh, so it was back in like 2006, and when we beat Metal Gear Solid 2, I did a full-on Google search on this shit, cause I was I was like I gotta figure this shit out, and I found I can't remember where but it was a blog post that was like fucking 30 pages explaining okay. just the last part of it.
1: Yeah, I will tell you if you want to really dig deep and get lost in a rabbit hole, go to the Metal Gear Wiki. Yeah. Um not only does it tell you everything and explain every sequence in that game, including, you know, all of the minuscule shit, but it also like references characters and it ties them all to each other. I mean it's it's ridiculous. You can go down a rabbit hole there. Obviously don't do it till you beat the games. But... Yeah.
0: You know what was really cool and actually did a pretty good job of explaining a few things was that Metal Gear database that they released along with Metal Gear Solid Four?
1: Yeah, there's that, and um, I actually have a copy of Metal, the document of Metal Gear Solid Two. Okay. Which uh, came out s- after the second iteration of MGS Two.
0: So after subs- subsistence or substance substance yeah, substance, yeah. Um,
1: came out on PS Two. Uh, I still have a copy of it, um, but that was that was really good for MGS Two, exclusively.
0: But the database was really cool because it was just an app that you could download on the PS3, Mm -hmm. and it would read your save of Metal Gear Solid 4, and it wouldn't reveal shit to you until after you had made it that far in Metal Gear Solid 4. Yep. I thought that was really cool. Um,
1: It's a very clever
0: app. I wonder if it's still around.
1: Should be. Uh, I know that I can still download it because I downloaded it when it came out. Yeah, I did too. You probably just have to search for it.
0: Yeah. It'll be on the very bottom of my download list and next to Pain.
1: And what was that Cash Money Chaos downloadable game that came out then? Yeah. Oh, man. God, er- the, PS- the Early PS- PS3 shit. The PS3 early days is fucking terrible.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Pain was fucking horrible.
1: Oh, uh, well, it's not just that. It's just the interface of that system and just, oh, God. The download
0: speeds are horrible.
1: Oh, they still are. Yeah. just talking about...
0: But uh, that's the ending to Metal Gear Solid 2.
1: Yeah, it's once you finish Metal Gear Solid two, I recommend going and reading people's theories and thoughts on that because no, still nobody agrees. And Kojima's like fucking uh, Carlton Cuse, the guy who write wrote Lost. He's he's just not gonna tell. He's not
0: you. gonna tell you anything. Yeah, he's just gonna remain silent and let everybody speculate.
1: Yeah, because that's that's half the fun of that shit. That's why people love these games.
0: Yeah, that's part of his legacy is he he, he, he left it out there and you guys do what you want with it.
1: That's why when Konami said we're still going to do Metal Gear after Kojima leaves, I'm like, nobody's going to fucking care.
0: Yeah, it's not going to be part of the continuity at all.
1: No, so why do I care what happens to these characters that he's not writing anymore?
0: Yeah. Who knows? But we do have an email. Rocket. It is uh, from our favorite listener. I'm not playing favorites, but it is from...
1: Yes, uh, he is. Don't let him lie to you. Okay, favorites all the time.
0: I am playing favorites because this is... You, you can't go wrong with Jamie's emails because this person has never played a Metal Gear before.
1: <laughs> it's It's very interesting to me to listen to people play these games now because as you play them... You start to realize how shitty the first game actually is. Like, mechanically.
0: Oh, God. It's hard to play.
1: Um, it's. So,
0: email from Jamie it says I'm not really sure where to start. <laughs> Nobody is. I mean, I feel like Kojima is becoming something like M. Night Shalomon, except the twist isn't just at the end, it's throughout the entire game. And at this point, playing the game is just a series of what-the-fucks. Yeah,
1: that's not going to change. It's going to get worse.
0: That's going to get crazy. Uh, I was with him up to the Patriots running the world and using a program to basically control all information. It's not realistic, but come on, nothing has been realistic in these games so far. I actually really liked the bit where Campbell starts talking strangely. Then they explained that he was part of a program and the virus is causing it to malfunction. That was the last moment where I remember saying, oh, I get it. Then Liquid shows back up and claims that he chose Ocelot as a host? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I don't know all the particulars, but somehow I feel like it's a stretch, even for this game, to have a dead guy choose to have his arm put on another person who just conveniently lost an arm. Even if consciousness could reside in a limb. (laughs) Sure, why not? But liquid aside, it wasn't surprising to see that Ocelot looks like he's working for the Patriots. I wasn't sold on the fact that he was working with Solidus. I don't know. Ocelot, anyone. I don't know. Ocelot is still a wild card for me. He could just be working for anyone and do any random thing. Then we move to the supposed... To the supposed to what then we move on to the stuff about the S3 program and how it was supposed to train another snake it seems like they go down the route here to make the player the child soldier since that's what jack is okay fine i'm following then that changes to to the patriots being s3 and not being human and being born out of a primordial soup that is the white house fuck you kojima I'm done trying to follow your crazy story is <laughs> yes, yeah, the problem is that I'm not done I then want I then went on to Google to try to figure it out, and I want to listen to you guys talk about it, which is one of the reasons why i'm really I really have loved playing these games. It sometimes makes no sense at all, and I hate it, but I still want to know. I want to figure it out, but I think I'll just have to make peace with the fact that I'm not going to understand it at this point. Looking forward to the next game, even though it won't be Snake, I think I might have a little crush on him.
1: Eh, it's Snake. It's
0: Snake. It's, yeah, it's, it's straight up David Hater playing Snake.
1: He looks the same. He talks the same. He acts the same. I mean, if you didn't tell me that was Big Boss, I'd be like, yeah, that's fucking Snake. Well,
2: yeah, timelines be damned. I,
1: I I have to say
0: Big Boss is a little more human than Solid Snake is.
1: Well, he's the original, it's not the clone.
0: This is true, but at the same time, I mean, you can you see emotion come out of Big Boss than you really wouldn't see in Solid Snake. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean. he he you can tell that Big Boss has loyalty, you know, to certain people, to a cause. Yeah. While, he did, you see the transition, yeah, well. yeah, you see him. That that's one of the great things. And what I kind of like about these prequels is that you you see Big Boss, Big Boss turn into the the villain that he really is. Yeah, you know, it's the uh, eventually the guy you're playing as is going to be the guy that gets burned up by an aerosol can and a lighter by Solid Snake. So, you know, that's that that's one of the coolest things to me is like seeing this guy who who is all about, you know, god and country slowly become this hardened killer mercenary who decides to betray his country.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see that stuff in MGS5.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean it ha- it starts happening in Peace Walker.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I know.
0: Yeah. So, uh yeah. Metal Gear Solid Metal, Three, man.
1: Metal Gear Solid Three is it's it's like it's really depressing. The end of it is. Yeah, that's one
2: of the, that's the best ending for me of any video game ever.
1: Oh God, yeah, I I love that final boss fight. I love that whole sequence. It's just it's fucking crazy. That game
0: that as far as like crazy reveals and stuff, it doesn't really happen that much in three.
1: No, because they they set it up for four. Yeah,
0: but but the. Things that happen, like the the moment to moment stuff in Metal Gear Solid Three, is insane.
1: Yeah the the stuff with Eva and just like, the bosses are crazy. What's I'm, the
0: name of that unit?
1: I don't I don't know. You know, like you, I, yeah, yeah, three is three is my second least played. Yeah, so I don't remember the name of them. They all they all have the same theme to their names though. There's like the end, the fury, the the uh, fear, fear, sorrow. the sorrow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's really good.
2: But so so all of these things together are sort of why I agree that the series in 2 in particular are ridiculous, but I don't know if I would necessarily compare them to M Night movies because outside of like if you get the like if if you are taken in by the twist And those movies are great, but if if you don't... Like, if you sort of see it coming, or it's ridiculous, there's not enough else in the rest of his movies to really make them worthwhile. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, this game's ridiculous, but even if you take the Kojima parts of it out, the ridiculous Kojima parts out, there's a lot to like in these games.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just reading that... Comparing them to M Night movies, uh, you know, maybe I'm reading that as more of a negative than it was intended. But
0: well, here, here's a good example: is that you can go back and watch The Sixth Sense or Signs or or The Village or whatever any M Night Shyamalan movie, and when you've watched it once, there is no reason to go back and watch it again. It's,
1: I disagree with that. W- with well,
0: the yeah. with with the exceptions of seeing, oh, this is what happened and this is what happened.
1: No, I still disagree.
0: But. You can always go back to Metal Gear Metal Gear games and and still have
1: questions. See I I I disagree with that just simply because there are there are a couple Shyamalan movies that I can still go back and watch.
0: I mean I can still go back and watch The Sixth Sense and shit like that but I mean
1: it... No, I mean for for entertainment, not just to see how it happened. I think I think Signs has one of the best messages of a movie. From that era, love
0: I, that movie i I, like, I love signs I love unbreakable,
1: yeah, unbreakable is it, it's just a it's just a really well done
0: movie. I'll tell you another one that nobody really thinks about. It was one of his first movies it was called um God it was about the little kid uh, and he he was he was searching for God
1: i don't i didn't know he had a movie before the Six,
0: <laughs> yeah, he did it was called uh, wide awake that was the name of it.
1: Okay, no, he he has progressively gotten worse. Yes, because um, the happening should have never happened. <laughs> that movie is fucking terrible.
2: Yeah, I was all in on the premise of Devil, but
1: yeah, well, see, Devil's weird because it's just him producing, producing it. Yeah, yeah. the I last liked, I think the last movie he the... directed
0: was Avatar.
1: No, it was uh, After Earth.
0: What he directed
1: After Earth? Yep. Wow, that movie's horrible. I have not seen it. Oh. I did bad. watch I did watch Avatar and I think I probably liked it more than most because I have no investment in the fucking cartoon. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay, this is I get what we're doing here." It's alright.
0: If you seriously, if you like that kind of stuff, I mean, Wide Awake is good when it's more of a kids movie. I wouldn't say it's a kids movie, but it's more of a a family-friendly movie. Uh it's about it, like it, it's really good. It it has the, a big twist at the end, too.
1: See I, I I tend to enjoy my twists from Mr Nolan. Yeah. He has yet to disappoint. I just watched Interstellar and pretty that's, good. That's, that's that's a good fucking movie. I was about in tears at the end.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the the whole uh other villain in uh uh Dark Knight Rises.
1: That was brilliant. Also, have you seen uh, all the the magic movies? The Prestige?
0: Yeah, I've seen The Prestige.
1: Fucking brilliant ending.
0: The Prestige. What was the movie that came out at the same time?
1: Oh, the... The Illusionist. Yeah, The Illusionist. <laughs> Which this, is also not a bad movie. It's actually, yeah, it's actually a really
0: good movie. Uh, but The Prestige was, yeah, really, really
1: good. Oh, God. The Prestige is so good. I, I loved it, because like, it was always... Uh, it,
0: I I did it as a joke. Like we were watching it. I'd already seen the movie before, but we were rewatching it. And like when I still live with my roommates and you'll notice anytime they're about to fuck over the other guy, they grow this really bad beard. Mm -hmm. And I'm
1: like, Oh shit, he's got a beard. He's going to fucking chop off his hand or some shit. Watch out. (laughs) It's, it's one of his signatures. You know, he, there's always a, a, a tell. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, like, he's got that. Look for a guy
0: in the audience with a big beard, because he's gonna come after you. <laughs> it's so dumb, but yeah, that was, was good.
1: But, I don't care. Uh, I love those kind of movies.
0: I do too. I, you know, they're fun. I mean, I know a lot of people shit on M. Night Shyamalan, but I think he's made some fantastic movies.
1: Oh god, yeah, I think half of his movies have been amazing.
0: Yeah, I even like The Village.
1: Uh, yeah. That one I didn't care for. That one, um, but I'm one of the few like cheerleaders for um lady in the water oh man i didn't like that one yeah i i like that the village i hated
2: (laughs) see the village is the one movie where i was with it the whole time but then i kind of figured out what was happening so when the reveal happened i was very underwhelmed but if that if that hadn't happened where i where i you know figured it out i think i would have loved that movie As, as it is i'm okay with it yeah um but but that's the movie to me that's like most on the edge where it it it's an okay movie but it would have been great if i had not seen the ending coming.
1: Yeah. See, that, I'm the complete opposite. Like i didn't see it coming because i was hoping it was something better. <laughs> yeah. I was i was i was hoping that like the monster was some kind of big thing. Yeah. And it it ended up just being get yeah.
2: Yeah, it's not the most original twist.
1: Yeah, and i'm like so it's not supernatural. It's not scary. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Okay, I'm out.
0: <laughs> I, I, I I liked it. I, I thought it was it was great. That that's just me though.
1: Yeah, you know, the, the sixth sense blew me away. Oh God, the first time I saw, I'm so happy nobody ruined that for me.
0: Yeah, my my mom had went and saw it in theaters, and then she rented it, and she obviously she knew how it ended, um, and she like the whole time she kept looking over at me and my dad. Seeing if we're going to guess it or whatever. We never guessed it until the very end. And I, I was legitimately upset. I was, I was legitimately pissed off. I was like, really?
1: <laughs> and then, then I sat back and said, damn, that was really good. <laughs> like, and he, he had signs through the whole movie, the color red. Oh, yeah. There's, it,
0: there's, there's always, you know, reasons.
1: Yeah, there's always a tell anytime you watch those movies. It's just like we were talking about Book of Eli earlier. Yeah. Who did that movie? Uh, it was written by Gary Witta. which he's doing one of the new, or he wrote one of the Star Wars things, I think, one of the upcoming Star Wars things. Huh. Now I don't know if he wrote one of the movies, but he might be doing one of the spinoffs. I can't remember. Interesting.
0: But yeah, that's there's your, there's your M Night Shyamalan.
1: <laughs> the Shyamalama Ding Dong Hour.
0: Yeah. Like I highly suggest "Wide Awake" to a lot of people. It's one of his first movies, and it was actually really good.
1: Uh, I'm not seeing it. Maybe I will have to check it out after <laughs> I do my Furious binge. It's oh god!
0: Oh man, let's talk about that for a second.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't have anything to talk about. I've never seen them. I know. So have you never wanted to? I just the the thought of car movies. I I just it's <laughs> not my it's not my thing. You know I don't. I I will tell
0: you this. The first movie is a car movie. The rest of them are not car movies. (laughs) The third one, maybe the third, the first and the third ones are, are a little bit about racing while the second one is insane and dumb. And then starting at number four to now is fucking crazy. It's just, it's action movies, dumb action movies.
1: Oh, I love dumb action movies.
0: Exactly. I was like, you haven't seen these before, and you need to because it's they're crazy.
1: Yeah, I just I was never into the whole tuner scene or whatever shit, so I would never had any interest to go see those movies.
0: Well, the Fast and the Furious came out whenever I was sixteen years old, so yes, I was highly into the tuner scene. <laughs> so it's it, it was yeah that that was crazy back then. You know, I mean it was it was something that you're going to that that's the thing is that when you watch the first Fast and the Furious movie, you're going to be like, oh my God, you're going to be rolling your eyes the entire time because it is definitely a product of its time. Yeah. Like Movies bad. are movies. Um, man, I can't wait. I want to hear your impressions on them. <laughs> to me personally, Too Fast, Too Furious is bad. Just this bad.
1: See, the thing about these movies that kind of like tip me over the edge is... There's fucking seven of them, so they must have some kind of value to somebody. Oh, they do. You know, that's like the Resident Evil movies. People give those shit. I'm like, people are still watching them, dude. Yeah. And they keep
2: grossing more and more. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm I'm that way with the Saw movies. I absolutely adore the Saw movies. Most people like roll their eyes at them. Like, why there's like twenty of those now? I'm like, yeah, because we keep watching them.
2: Yeah.
0: That's (laughs) that's the thing. The the new Fast and Furious Seven, it grossed the most out of like any of the series.
1: It's insane, so, you know what that's fine by me I'm always looking for new fun shit. People are too wrapped up in worrying about dumb shit It's crazy fucking the fast and furious is like it has this crazy fucking continuity
0: it's like Metal Gear almost it really is it's crazy it's It's not like crazy dumb supernatural or anything like that but it's it's like so there's there's stuff in the timeline that makes no sense, so one and two is obviously one is a sequel to two, right? Then they have three and we're like, when the fuck does this take place? And then they have four and you're like, well, it has to take place before three. And then they have five and it has to take place before three. And then they have to circle back around and they, they link them. They link the two together in fucking
1: seven. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in these fucking movies? That's exactly, that's exactly what happened with Saul.
0: Yeah, they they had to link everything back together.
1: Yeah, because like five takes place during three. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude.
0: Yeah, I've I've watched them. I've watched all the Saw movies.
1: Yeah, that's I love that shit. Like when they reveal that shit at the end, it's great.
0: And then the um, what was the other ones? The Final Destination movies. I've always yep. been I've always I, been a sucker for those.
1: I own all of those. I fucking love them.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're bad <laughs> movies. Horrible they are
1: bad movies. The second one's the, the second
0: one is fucking horrible. Yeah. I then, fucking hate the second
1: one. I actually bought the, the what is it? The is it called the final the destination? The final destination, yeah. I got it in three D.
0: Oh my god. So they made Final Destination one, Final Destination two, Final Destination Three, the Final Destination, and then and Final then, Destination Five.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. Like we have what is it, Silent Hills?
0: Yeah, Seminole. Silent Hills, yeah. Well, uh, is, it, is still- it coming out now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They lost their lead developer on it.
1: <laughs> or their lead name on it.
0: Yeah. Oh, what are we talking about? Guillermo de Toro. The,
1: yeah, because I buy games that have Guillermo de Toro on the cover.
0: They got three of them coming out pretty soon. Was it called Insane?
1: Uh, yeah. How's THQ coming along?
0: Well, they, they, they maybe Deep Silver took it over.
1: <laughs> no, didn't Nordic Games buy all the THQ shit? No, no. Yeah, they did. They own Destroy All Humans. They own Red Faction. They own Darksiders. They own... Um, well, hell, Deep Silver bought uh, Saints Row. That's one. I just named three. Did Nordic buy... Um, MX versus ATV. Yeah. Yep. So they've got four that I know of.
0: Then they're probably holding on to the insane license, I guess.
1: Yeah, because nobody gives a shit.
0: I guess so. Damn, Nort's got a lot of shit under their belt.
1: Yeah, and they're releasing Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition in September.
0: On the new systems?
1: It's only listed for PS4 right now. Huh. And it's just Darksiders 2.
0: That's weird. Because I I highly prefer Darksiders 1 over Darksiders 2. That's because it's a better game. It is.
1: Darksiders 2 is not a bad game.
0: No. They tried to do too much in that fucking game
1: yeah it's it's oh there's another game like that that just tried to do too much in its sequel um San Andreas was very guilty of that, yeah, it just tried to do too much,
0: yeah, so that was the thing was like Dark Darksiders was a fucking amazing Zelda game
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it really it was, was. A, it was an amazing mature Zelda game,
0: yeah, and then Dark two came out and then they tried to throw in Diablo and I'm like, oh no no, don't uh, loot, I love loot, I really do. But don't give it to me in Darksiders.
1: Well, not only that, but they made it way too long.
0: Yeah, way too long. Huge fucking maps.
1: Yeah. Where most of them, you are running across level. like It's like Amalur. You oh. run it across areas that have nothing in them.
0: That's because Amalur was supposed to be an MMO.
1: Well, yeah, I understand that. But
0: they, they built an MMO and then said, Oh, shit, we don't have enough money for this. Uh, okay, let's make a single player. And then they, so you're running around the MMO world by yourself
1: if you stick to the if you stick to the storyline in Amalur it's
0: fucking great Yeah, it is it is the the, the this main storyline the faction stuff was great side quests not so much
1: yep that's, that's that game is it's a great 15 hour action RPG with great combat
0: yep but yeah well, we've bullshitted enough I think
1: you're all bored and they've already turned it off
0: I'm sure they are I
1: so. don't want to listen to you motherfuckers talk about shitty movies Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> the, I,
0: I I can I can tell I, I can guarantee you there's not many people out there that would say the Sixth Sense is a bad movie.
1: I don't know. There's a lot of pretentious douchebags out there the, now that are like, "No, that wasn't that good. You're stupid."
0: Well, I mean that that's people that after they had seen it a few times and and got and truth be told got sick of all the hype that was built around it, but. When they sat down and saw it for the first time and didn't know the ending, I guarantee you that ending got them.
1: Oh, of course. It it got everybody. It's just like um, video games now. Like, oh, God, there's so many of them that come out and people are like, you know, going nuts over them. And then six months later, it's like, ah, it wasn't that good.
0: Yeah. I'm sure like in six months, we'll get a resurgence of people saying Bloodborne
1: sucks ass. I've already heard some people like, eh, it's not. It's not as good as Steven Souls, you yeah. know. Dark Souls <laughs> at the pinnacle. Yeah, I don't they fucked it up.
0: I don't know why Drew gave this game a ten out of ten for Dark Souls 2. He's ridiculous. I'm sorry, I like Dark Souls 2.
1: That's you know.
2: I'm finally gonna play it.
0: Are you gonna get the uh the, the definitive edition? <laughs>
2: yeah. Well I mean I, I I'm not really a sucker for definitive editions unless I haven't played it. Uh huh. So now you're telling me that this game I missed, I you know, I don't have to pay full price for it, and I get all the DLC and it's gonna be on the new system.
0: And there's there's two things about it though. One of them's kind of cool. So anybody who's played Dark Souls 2 before, uh and and knows a lot of the beginning parts of it, they're gonna notice a few things that are a little different. Most importantly the enemy layout and which enemies are where. They changed everything.
2: They're already you know. changing that up on me in Bloodborne. I don't no. know if it was the, my insight level changed, but now all the enemies are in different places. Yes. Bullshit.
0: <laughs> and then on top, and then the bad thing about it is that this game runs at sixty frames per second,
1: <laughs> and the weapons degrade at thirty frames a second.
0: Yeah, which means so, when you hit something, it degrades twice as fast. Yep. Good job. But, and apparently, from software said. Oops, that's about it.
1: <laughs> well, you know why? Because their fan base is a bunch of dickheads. Wow. No, and fan. they're like, make it harder. That's what I want. I want it harder. Wow. Well. Sorry, I don't like that fan base.
0: I'm, I am I mean, I'm not a big fan of that fan base, and I'm one of them. Ugh. So, I mean, I've always been a fan of the Soul Series.
1: You can be a fan of a game and not be a dick. Yeah, this is true. Uh, you know, it's just like people who shit on Mortal Kombat online. I don't go out there and defend the hell out of it. I don't care. If you don't like it, that's cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the same way. Like, you know, you can talk trash about Bloodborne all you want to. It doesn't stop me from liking the fucking game.
1: That's that's the whole point. People <laughs> act like it's, like, offending them or something. Like, you insulted their mother.
0: Oh, well, that's the epitome of a fanboy, dude. I mean, come on. I start talking trash about the PlayStation 4 and somebody jumps on me. I was like, I'm, do you work for Sony? No. Then why do you care?
1: I don't... Whatever.
0: They they gotta defend their shit, you know?
1: But I I suppose if you want to defend an an inanimate object or a company that you don't work for, that's cool. You're fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna beat around the bush here. You're a fucking moron. Well...
0: (laughs) This is... That's just how Bloodborne plays, man. I hate to tell you that. But...
1: Somehow somehow, I make Bloodborne <laughs> less fun for you, Drew, when I shit on it. I know. Somehow I do that.
0: Well, it's one of those things where you just love something so much that when somebody shits on it, it's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> you know? I love my car, but when somebody calls it a piece of shit, I'm like, well, fuck you. You got a piece of shit, too.
1: Now, the only exception to that rule is people who do it to shit on it. That 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 yeah, like so, people you people you know or something. Oh yeah, you know, like hey, guess what? Your game sucks. You're fucking stupid for liking it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 dumb, it's, you know whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it for us. I do appreciate everybody listening. Thank you all for um, uh, giving us feedback, Jamie. Thank you for the emails. Um, and I'm sure we'll see you for uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. But until that time, we are going to be playing another game. Not me. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, me and Matt are going to be flying solo on this one. And uh, we're going to be playing the 2008 DS game, uh, Square Enix Developed, The World Ends With You. That's Tuiwi. Yes.
1: That's how I always see it online.
0: Tuiwi. Yeah. Uh, in Japan, it's known as, uh, it's a wonderful world.
1: (laughs) So they're going on the Disney thing.
0: I guess, I guess so. And I say to myself, what a wonderful world.
1: Sure. Why not?
0: But that's, uh, that's what the name of it is in Japan. So, uh,. And uh I think we're we're not too certain of how long it's gonna take us to finish this game. How long to beat says around twenty five hours, um, which is pretty significant. So it may take us we're we're aiming at three episodes, but more than likely it's gonna take us four.
1: Take your time. I'm Metal Geared Out right now.
0: Yeah, Ken's Metal Geared Out, but we will be doing Metal Gear Solid three after we finish the world ends with you. So you know, the people out there who have already said, oh, well, I'm not listening to the next series. You never know. We may have some stuff to talk about with the world ends with you. We may get philosophical.
1: There's a lot of people clamoring for a sequel to that son of a bitch.
0: Well, yeah. Um, they, didn't they do one on mobile?
1: I think they did, but that don't count. You yeah, know that.
0: that doesn't count. You know what was really cool and I thought was very interesting was uh it, the the Kingdom Hearts series always incorporates squaring its characters with obviously Disney characters, Uh, the last um, Kingdom Hearts game, which was on the 3DS, the Dream Drop Distance, uh, it actually had the main character of The World Ends With You in the game.
1: How could you tell? It was just another dude with a chain wallet and spiky hair. (sighs) Am I wrong? Am I wrong, Drew?
0: Because he had the headphones on. How about that? Uh.
1: Oh, yeah. So what's that? His alternate costume? What the fuck? Eh, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> He's a darker shade of blue ninja <laughs> I thought
0: I thought it was I thought it was interesting It was a nice little callback like, I guess And I think he was a party member In Dream Drop Distance I can't remember You don't really have party members in that game
1: I don't Kingdom Hearts is a series that I just cannot get into
0: Kingdom Hearts You want to talk about Metal Gear being convoluted Let's sit down and talk about fucking Kingdom Hearts. How about we don't say we did? Exactly. Because holy shit. So I have a buddy of mine who comes over to my place. He doesn't own a PlayStation 3. And he came over to my place one day. And he said, oh, you have all the HD remixes of the Kingdom Hearts series. Yeah. Well, I had to review them and stuff like that. And he's like, I haven't played those series since I was, you know, a teenager on the PS2. Uh, Could I play them? And I'm like, you know what? You come over a lot. I don't mind watching people play games. Sure. He started playing Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm on board. Okay, we get it. Different worlds, Disney, Square stuff, whatever. Okay, I get that. Then they start getting into talking about fucking the Heartless. And then they start talking about these things called nobodies. And this guy pulled the soul out of somebody and then put it into something else. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? We had to get a fucking spreadsheet to try and figure out what the hell goes on in these games. And we're still not done with them. He's still playing through them.
1: I got to get my spreadsheet skills going for Mortal Kombat.
0: For the fatalities?
1: Yeah, well, brutalities, fatalities, faction kills. You know, I need all that shit.
0: But anyway. So, Yeah. We'll be doing the world ends with you next. In fact, we're going to be doing that episode next week. So, get excited! Anybody who still wants to listen to us,
1: <laughs> don't don't sell it too much there, Drew. I mean, what else? <laughs> in five weeks?
0: Yeah. I mean, come on. There's got to be some, you know, Tweety fans out there. Tweety fans. Tweewees Come on.
1: We got this, right?
0: Sure. Tweety. Twee. Yeah.
1: D- I, you can't even say. Yeah. It, you can't but... even
0: pronounce that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, but yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be covering that. Uh, I do appreciate everybody listening. If you'd like to send an email to us, you can send it uh, to drew at ztgd dot com. I'll read it out. You can tell us about what your thoughts on Metal Gear Solid 2's ending, or you know what you thought about the world ends with you. Because from <laughs> what I understand, the the game is kind of crazy as far as the story goes.
1: Nah, Square Enix game that don't make no fucking sense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it
0: doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's it's weird, but it's kind of crazy. I know they got numbers on their hands and it counts down how much longer they have till they die. It's weird.
1: So it's like that Justin Timberlake movie.
0: Yeah, Out of Time, or In Time.
1: That was In Time. Yeah, is it In Time. Yeah, and Olivia. What's her Olivia Wild? Yes, she was his mother.
0: Um, what am I thinking of? What's it? What's it Something to do with time had um, Johnny Depp in it In the nick of time Maybe it had, like somebody kidnapped his daughter And he had to kill like a Somebody running for president or something like that I, Christopher, Christopher Walken was the villain Are you kidding me Yeah
1: <laughs> I mean that's crazy
0: That's crazy
1: He's my friend he lives down in Silvertown You know what I mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> four years I kept this watch up my ass. Up my ass.
1: I love Christopher Walker.
0: He is a fantastic actor. Do you I-
1: wanna go do you wanna go twelve rounds with Max Shrek? Come on, Mr. Wayne. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> I forgot he was in that movie. <laughs>
1: yes, he was in that movie. <laughs> Selena Kyle. Yeah. This is my secretary. Miss Kyle, what are you doing? <laughs> Those oh. are the
0: important documents.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus.
0: Oh God. Man, we've got it all this episode. We've got Christopher okay. Walken, we got Johnny Depp and the Nick of Time. I think it's called Nick of Time. And it's actually a really good movie if anybody's never seen it.
1: In in Time is not a great
0: movie. I watched it and I thought it was interesting.
1: It's an interesting premise, not a great movie.
0: Yeah. Eh, whatever. It's one of those. It's one of those movies. It's like I'll go to the dollar theater and watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was worth a watch, but I won't watch it again. Oh yeah, no.
0: But anyway, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's it for us. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I am at DML Fury. Matt is at R E M G S, and Ken is at Z T G D. You can follow the podcast itself is at Z T G D Down. And uh, you can follow the website at ZTGD. That's Ken, but he also posts all this stuff that goes Everything to the comes
1: out of my Twitter. Everything
0: goes out of his Twitter, and then I do my own spin on it because I'm supposed to be a community manager. So Yeah,
1: we do it by Sackwards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he posts it, and then I'm like, hey, see what that guy said? <laughs> I'm saying it too.
1: That's a cool dude. Yeah. Just go read his shit.
0: Yeah, and then I promote my stuff separately. Yeah, you know, if you want, if you want to put me as a friend on Facebook, you can?
1: No, he hates
0: Facebook. I actually do hate Facebook, but I use it. Actually, I use it to post my reviews. So there you go. Hey, I wrote this. Check it out. And random thoughts that I have.
1: Do you have thoughts by Jack Handy? Uh, wow. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. That's Deep Thoughts.
0: Man, we're going back, man. Talking that's, that. that's Phil Hartman right there.
1: That's I take everything back to its roots. That's what I do. Hey,
0: Phil Hartman. Blasto. That's Blasto.
1: R.I.P., brother.
0: Yep. He was a funny man.
1: He was a very funny man. I watched um, How so I Married an Axe Murderer the other day. Uh-huh. And he plays the the Alcatraz prison yeah, guard.
0: Yeah, the guard guy.
1: <laughs> he's like, and they pissed in the bitch's eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he's funny.
0: They took turns pissing in their
1: in oc- the eye sockets,
0: ocular cavity, ocular cavities.
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> God, I remember that so much. Oh, that's not a good movie. No, it's really not. It's It's, not uh, really funny. (laughs) It's it's the downfall of Mike Myers. The beginning of the downfall. The beginning of the downfall. But then he did Shrek, and everything was okay. I've only seen Shrek 1. You probably only need to see Shrek 2, and then you can stop.
0: Okay. That's... that's...
1: I think I've seen... Which one was the one... Don't ask me which one, which which plot. Okay.
0: All right. Whatever. It's like... I, I, I'd always threw those away as kids movies but then they had some adult humor in them too and I'm like yeah, this is alright so I don't know Austin Power sucks oh no it doesn't the first one doesn't the second one and the third one are horrible
1: yeah I don't think they're horrible but they're not great
0: no and then Love Guru is just bad
1: I didn't see that yeah don't you don't I, have to I, I, I never had a desire to
0: <laughs> yeah No need. So, yeah. We're just going to keep going here. We need to stop this.
1: Just end it, Drew. Just just stop.
0: Okay. I'm going to end it right here. We will be back next week playing The World Ends With You. But until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Ken. Oh, enthusiastic this time. No, not really. Not really. And we're out of here. I hope you guys have a great week. And uh, we will be back next week. Metal Gear. Metal Gear.